Hey guys, welcome to season two of Tampa Bay Cop Talks Origin Stories. Um, I'm Andrew, and I love to hear a good origin story, and particularly how, in particular, how fans become fans of, of our beloved club, Liverpool Football Club. So today, I have with me Cody. Hello, Andrew. How are you, <laughs> dude? I'm doing fantastic. It's a crazy day as of recording. Um, we eight can minutes rejoice. Ago. <laughs> yeah. As a as a recording, which is right. Oh yeah, I just started. Duh. Uh, we have we have defenders. We have we, center backs. The we, world is the world is going to be okay. We're going to win points. We're not going to be in Europa League places. We'll be fine, right? Yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, totally. Matt Teep's right? out for the rest of the season as of like two seconds ago, but it's fine. Oh it's, yeah, that's fine. breaking we'll as well. Just before we press record, <laughs> Liverpool Football Club comes out and says Jurgen Klopp has confirmed Joel Matt. Matip is set to miss the remainder of the season due to an ankle ligament injury. You know what? I mean, obviously, I don't know anything about sports science and injuries and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, I always seem to miss them. When I, what I mean by that is, or they're not, they're not showcased. Meaning, like, I don't remember him coming off, or you know, getting busted, and then there's a five minute stoppage of the game, and then you know he's in. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, where it has like it's another, another like American little thing. Yeah, it's a little thing, and then it's yeah. like it's like his. It's as it's like a Fugazi. It's like he got injured off screen. <laughs> like, you know um, how well, characters. Well, it's like, all, they work so damn hard, and their joints are fucking burnt to the ground. They didn't get a preseason, you know. So all these little tiny things build up, build up, build up until they become big things, and then they're out for the whole season. <laughs> well, yeah, and then that, and then of course, unfortunately for Joel, he's made of like paper or you know. I don't know. Shea. Chopsticks. I mean, whatever you want to call it, he's made of that. Um, yep. So that's unfortunate. But let's go back to the good news. Hey. Um, obviously, we have defenders. Are we excited about it? Are we excited? Um, I am. Um, I, I don't know much about either of them. Uh, the Turkish guy on loan, like, that, I think that's a good move. It's on loan, so it's nothing permanent. Um, if he does good, cool. We could buy him. If he doesn't, cool. It's just like Clavon. Just, okay, thanks. But Bye. <laughs> um, the Ben Davis dude, uh, Klopp, seen, Klopp talked him up a whole lot. I saw today, and uh, you know, you know he's you know he's got the right mindset because like the first thing he mentioned when he got to Anfield was, "Holy shit, the pitch is so good." <laughs> that's that's it's that's like, how you know. Yeah, he he, he right started from the bottom. He started from the mm -hmm. bottom. Now he's here, right? Exactly. Now so I think he's going to have a lot of opportunity to explode. I mean, think about it. When we bought Andy Rabo, who gave a shit? right some no name from hull like yeah and then he turned out to be the best uh, you know left back ever <laughs> yeah basically since sliced bread no a thousand percent i agree it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely it's definitely a weird one um i've come to the conclusion that basically unless we're signing you know champions league players i i just we don't know who they are and you're just gonna have to yeah. read them up and you know watch the standard youtube compilation mm -hmm. um but you know we'll see. I'm just I'm just more excited to see what what happens in the next few games because obviously we have City, we have Leicester, we have Everton, and we have mm -hmm. Chelsea in like in the middle of March, uh, and then obviously front of games, and then and then we obviously have the Champions League against Leipzig. So you know these these are these are the crazy games. I mean obviously I would have loved you know a, a run of games of like you know Brighton, uh, Sheffield United, Newcastle, you know these games that we had when we had our slump. But it is what it is. Um, yeah. But we're not here to talk about that today, man. We're talking about you, homie. Hey, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, like, how did it all start? What What was your first game? Okay. So a um, little backstory before we get to the first game. Okay. Uh, Ooh, backstory. Love it. Yeah. Set it up. Set the scene, baby. Let's set the scene. Um, in high school, I had a friend by the name of Jordan, right? One of my best friends. We played music together. We hung out all the time. And uh, he was a lifelong Liverpool fan from like born to bred. Uh, he got it from his stepdad, who was also like a lifelong Liverpool fan. So Liverpool was always kind of around me growing up. But I never, when I was in high school, I didn't give a shit about sports. I just skateboarded and played guitar and did nothing. Um, did cool kid things. Yeah, no. That was yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, he, he was always wearing the fucking kits and talking about Gerard and all that stuff. So I heard. Hell, one time I was like, oh, is that the team from Eurotrip? And he's like, no, that's, that's Manchester United. And I'm like, oops. <laughs> Close and, enough. Uh, 
I realized my follies later. Um, so I always remember him like talking about, it. I remember when we bought Suarez just because he was so hype about Suarez and talking about how like fantastic this guy was. So it was kind of like, so what I'm gathering so far, correct me if I'm wrong, this mm-hmm. sounds like this is like, you got the secondhand smoke of it. You know what I'm saying? Like a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. That, you this was you all... were a secondhand smoker. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I, was getting, cool. I was getting that side high, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, but that was all through like, you know, high school and all that stuff. I, I, you know, I, I still didn't care. Um, fast forward to young adulthood. Um, we ended up living together for a while and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he's going to wake up every, every morning and watch the games at seven 30. I'm like, you're crazy. Um, but slowly, but surely it started to get, you know, integrated because you know, he'd be watching it and I'd wake up and I'd fall asleep and I wake up and I fall asleep while he's like either cheering. This was uh, 13, 14, by the way, that's important to mention. So it was a hype season to say the least. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and my dumb brain, I, I, I didn't know anything that was going on. I'm just like, okay, cool. Yeah. Sweet. Um, and you know, he'd be playing FIFA. So I, I was starting to, it was starting to seep in. Right. Right. Um, so the first game that I do like have a cognitive memory of okay. was actually uh, that Crystal Palace game. You know the one that, oh no, the one that did it. The one Not that that sh- one. Yeah, the bad one. The very oh, bad man. one. That's what like you got thrown into the fire, man. Wow. That's the first one I remember. I might have been awake or uh, watching uh, when Gerard slipped and all that stuff. I I, I can't tell you, but well, I that was definitely- a Chelsea game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I definitely remember the Crystal Palace game because you you know how it went. I don't have to tell you. Yeah, Everyone yeah, was yeah. distraught, right? So I'm watching all these players of who I don't know, and I don't understand the situation. I'm like, but you you said there's like a couple of weeks left, or I don't remember. Um, but he's like, no, it's over. There's no possible way we could win. We got so close, yada, 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 yada. This was like the last shot. And then, you know, I'm watching Gerard cry and Suarez comfort him and all that stuff. I'm just, it just really struck a chord. I'm like, okay, tell me more. Tell I, me I more. can fuck with that. All right. Yeah. Cool, cool man. That's like, you, you came in, it, it's, you came in at the worst possible moment in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, the lowest of lows, basically. I mean, not really the lowest of lows. It's not like we got relegated or nothing, but a pretty low moment. It, it, listen, yeah, no. I saw I saw all the outpouring of emotion, and that was yeah. really what struck a chord with me. To see, because like I'm I'm originally from New Orleans, so sure. like you're born a Saints fan. There's no there's no getting around that, right? right? And the Saints for a very long time before Drew Brees was around, terrible, terrible, right. terrible, terrible. Yeah. Drew Brees comes around, you know, changes the game for them, and now he's gone again. Ha. Uh, right. So like I know an underdog story, and you know I. I I got explained how Liverpool European royalty, you know, used to win all the time. He he slowly explained the backstory of Liverpool, you know? Sure. And so I'm just feeding into it. I'm like, yes, give me, this is a great story. This is a like, what great, you know, atmosphere and all that stuff. So he tells me about all the good stuff. You know, he, he shows me the, uh, the comeback win in 05, you know, right. for, you know, the symbol. Yeah, yeah. You know, all that fun stuff. Shows me like how much uh, Liverpool dominated back in the eighties and the seventies, back in the day, and all that stuff. It shows me all the good stuff. And then once I'm in that, oh yeah, the music. I, I got to mention the music. The music yeah. that this club has and the songs is just I, I've yet to see it in other clubs, and that's not being biased. I look for it. Don't see it. Don't see the passion there. Yeah, don't see uh, it. And, and that was really important to me. I was like, hell yeah, let's let's do a bop, you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> let's do a bop all around the fields of Anfield Road, baby. Yeah, no, I, I was like, I was blown away because, you know, in American sports, you don't have that kind of unity. You know, these people in the stands, they don't have the uh, comprehension to sing a whole song together. Yeah, it's like let alone you, five or six. Yeah, you chant like two words i think back to back no, or something no you like just that, sing but... the you sing the chorus for uh seven nation army a thousand times oh yeah there's that yeah yeah, yeah or you yeah. do the wave yeah uh, the mexican wave yeah yeah, yeah no but yeah, you're, yeah. yeah the music i mean obviously you're is someone who you know plays music and stuff um yeah. yeah it makes sense that you know that would be such a draw for you yeah mm-hmm. uh one of one of the main things i remember uh was watching there there's an old clip i think it was after 
Istanbul happened and all that stuff. Well, I mean, obviously, because that's the whole point of the video. Uh, but it's uh, narrated by Sean Connery, and it's he's singing the lyrics to uh, All My Life by the Beatles, and then, you know, the song plays and all that stuff while the clips of the comeback happens and everything. I was like, ooh, ooh, I like that. I like I mean, that a Sean lot. Con- you can't go wrong with the Connery. No, you, you can't. can't. R.I.P. No. King. Um, yeah, R.I.P., that's right. So I'm getting all the good stuff, right? And he goes, all right, you feeling good now? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty cool. He's like, all right. Well, now it's time to get sad. And he, he, that's when he explained uh, Hillsborough to me, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's tough." Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Now I'm really invested, because uh, <laughs> like, oh, that blew my mind. And also, it blew my mind that I had been living for like I don't know, like 25 years at the time, and never heard about it. And I'm like, yeah. that happened two years before I was born. What the heck? So, yeah, no. So he showed me all that stuff, and then I was just like, okay. I'm really, I'm yeah. about it. Start telling me everything. And so that summer was the World Cup, uh, the 2014 World Cup. Right. So that's when I learned the rules of the game and how the game was played. I, I only paid attention to the, the, you know, the games that Liverpool players were playing in. And I still do that to this day. I don't care about anyone else. Right. Um, and then that summer, uh, Liverpool was playing Man U in uh, Miami for preseason. And okay. I... I pawned off an amp so I could have gas money to get down there. <laughs> and we went. His parents uh, bought us tickets for his birthday. And I got to – I've at least seen Liverpool play in some capacity once that's, live. I got to awesome, see Gerard man. score a penalty on my side once. Granted, the game ended 1-1 and it was preseason, so who cares? But it was still pretty dang cool. Yeah, I'm they, assuming they we, did. I'm assuming they they did. You never walk alone before the game as well, or not? Um. Well, I, I think we tried to, but like the seating was mixed between Liverpool and Man U okay. fans because okay. you know. I thought they would have done that over the speakers or something like that, but yeah. It well, it's Miami. What do you? I mean, they don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. Right. 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 But that's awesome. Um, you bombed in the amp. <laughs> I mean, but, hey, man, you know, it sounds like uh, similar to, you know, I'm sure the stories you've heard of like other Liverpool fans, you know, traveling across Europe, hitchhiking. Mm-hmm. I know some, uh, I've heard of some people hitchhiking to, to get to Basel for the Europa League final. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, hey, man, you, it's a long line of, you're, you're in the same boat as all those other people, mm-hmm. man. That's fantastic. Yep. That's really cool. Yep. As soon as I saw that penalty go in and I felt it for realsies and all that stuff, I was like, <laughs> I'm hooked. It was I not virtual anymore. It was for nope. realsies. Yep. It was for realsies. I was like hook, line and seeker. I am a Liverpool fan now. And then we, we got to watch uh, the 14, 15 season happen and yikes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, th- yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. I, I got to, I got to, I was working for Pepsi at the time, uh, doing merchandiser stuff. So, you know, I was at all the grocery stores putting things on shelves and everything. And I'd be listening to the games and all that stuff on like talk radio or whatever, talk sport. And uh, I, I remember that 6 1 law of Gerard's final game. Oof. Oh, <laughs> uh, my God. I was just sitting, I was just it's sitting just, in the back. Uh, yeah, what a like what a sad moment for a career because I mean I mean obviously he he played in America and all that stuff but in terms nah, of like, did he though who cares yeah yeah I know exactly <laughs> what I mean but in terms of like the exact opposite of what you want from like a Hollywood ending is exactly what Gerard got and that's just very unfortunate it's a downer ending it's, it's it is Empire, a downer dude. and it's like something that he doesn't deserve I mean he's a he's a caliber of player that you know, deserves, you know, all the accolades he deserves, you know, uh, all the plaudits and all that stuff. And it's just, un- it's just sad to, you know, that happened. That being said, mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, he has his regrets or whatever, but I'm sure that, you know, he has his moments that he's proud of and all that stuff. So it's not like he had a terrible yeah. career or anything. It's just, no, absolutely not. He's a just, legend. Obviously if you can write your own story. You don't, you don't go out like that. And, uh, obviously, but and I blame, just- and I blame Rogers all for it. Oh, absolutely. Fuck that guy. <laughs> that soft-spoken guy. Um, yeah, no, but you know what? I, I'm under the belief of who's to say that uh, his Liverpool story is over. You know, one day he could come back, and then oh, that's a topic. Let's talk about that for a second because okay. you know, you look at Chelsea, you you look at United, and you look at Arsenal. Uh, mm-hmm. 
arguably you giving jobs to ex players, ex quote unquote club legends that, you know, you can argue apart from um, Ollie winning a league or some shit in Norway, which is fucking Norway, you know, arguably they, you know, they had no business getting that job. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's kind of like you got handed the silver spoon uh, because you know the owner, owner's daddy or something yeah. like that. Or you, or, you know, that doesn't make sense. You, you, you know the owner's house. son or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it just, and it's just really strange because you, you're managing, you know, these managers are, you know, part of a multi-billion dollar essentially corporations. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of nuts to me. And I'm all of the opinion. Basically what I'm trying to get at is I'm the opinion that like, you don't have to be a great player to be a great coach. And just because you were a great player doesn't mean you're a great coach. And all exactly. that stuff. I mean, you look at Mourinho. He wasn't a player. At all. He didn't have a playing career. You know what I mean? Jurgen Klopp, he wasn't a great player. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are... Yeah. Uh, um, you know, One does are, not equal the other. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Bill Belichick in the NFL. Stuff like mm-hmm. that. But that being all said, in the beginning a few years ago, I was against... I was even... Like, when someone would say to me, oh, yeah, Gerard's going to take over after Klopp, I, I'd throw that shit down like it was hot water and, like, the shit mm-hmm. owed me money. Now I'm changing my tune just a little mm-hmm. bit. And mm-hmm. the reason why is because he's doing it the right, what I feel is the right way. So bear with me for people that are not nerds, but it's like Marvel and DC. So like yeah. all the Marvel movies, right? They come out with a character, they make a movie. They come out with another character, they make a movie. Boom, boom, boom. And then you, you, and then you build that up to have a movie where they include all of those characters. As a, that's what Marvel does. In other words, you go step by step, a logical process, right? And DC mm-hmm. was like, nah, we're just going to like do a character and then like introduce other characters. And then the next movie, boom, we're going to have them all meet. Mm-hmm. And they weren't introduced. You see what I'm saying? Like it yeah. was very not well thought out. And I'm saying that Gerard is following the Marvel way of doing shit. And, um, you know, being at Rangers for so long, obviously he looks like he's going to win the title this season. I do. Um, Hype, <laughs> hype, baby, and and I and I would say he he stays there a couple more years and does it again, and maybe he does it mm-hmm. to the point where he he does it with like a second team, so to speak. Because if you look at us, yeah, we're on the verge of getting our second team of going through that transition. Mm-hmm. City's Fraudiola is going through that now, where you know he had his original team, he's gotten people out, companies left, and so on, and he's getting new blood in. Silva's left, you know. Aguero's a perpetually injured, but you see my point. It's like it's okay yeah. you do it once with your first team, so to speak, but then you gotta but you, you gotta rebuild consistency. Again. Yeah, consistency. consistency is key. Yeah, and, and that's gonna show whether he can because obviously it's the Scottish League. You can talk about the Scottish League, or whatever. It's not up to par, but the point is, is like they're transferable skills, is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. Like if you do it in that league, surely you have the transferable skill, the mindset, the knowledge to to do it in this league. Um, I, I just don't know because I, I haven't watched any games with him, so I don't know how he plays tactically. I suppose that's a quick Google search. But, yeah, man, I'm f- not for it, but I'm, like, more maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think he's going to take uh, – I wouldn't think that they would sign him, like, right after Klopp. I think we'd get someone in between Klopp and him. But I do – like, especially, like, you know, like you said, seeing what he's doing with uh, with them – in the Scottish league, like it's the same thing with like what Klopp did with his original team. Yeah. Right. You yeah, know, yeah. took him from nothing and then win it, win and it, shit. It's like Drake said, you started from the bottom and now we're here. And that's exactly <laughs> right. And it just shows that he's built a project. Mm-hmm. And then more importantly, unlike Lampard, I think that was Lampard's problem is that he didn't have enough experience. So when he went into the Chelsea and shit wasn't working on well, yeah. He didn't have anything to fall back on as a manager. Okay, you can say he's a player, this and that, but that don't, he's in a different role now. Yeah, it doesn't, so, mean, but doesn't whereas, mean anything. Yeah, so whereas if Gerard would go into Liverpool and then, like, shit starts not working right, for example, and or there's a spell like Jurgen Klopp just had, a mm-hmm. spell of bad results. Well, you know, Gerard will have X amount of years at Rangers, and he's going to be able to fall back on that experience as a manager, and hopefully the players will, like, buy into that more – and understand, like, oh, he, he'll get it on. It's fine. Like, we just got to keep the faith. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to need to still keep running through bricks, brick walls for him and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. As yeah. opposed to just handing him the keys to the kingdom 
Yeah. And having him learn on the job. You know, F that noise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A serious question. It's going to sound like shade, but uh, did Frampa- uh, Lampard do anything in between him playing and him do- being at Chelsea or no? Well, he, w- he did one year at Derby in the championship. The where okay, Wayne so Rooney who, is right now. That, yeah. That, who cares? <laughs> yeah. I think it was one. It might have been two seasons. I, I'm pretty sure it was one. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. That's... Uh, he, and then he went straight to Chelsea. He, he overachieved. I, I don't know why we keep talking about Chelsea. But anyway, he overachieved. He did well enough. But then, you know, obviously, and then Chelsea has their motto of second managers. That be, but mm-hmm. my point, the whole point is, I like the way Gerard is going. You know, he's, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, he, he's doing it the right way. And um, maybe. My only thing is, though, I think this is like a rule in like anything in life in terms of business or whatever. Is like, I think, for example, um, if he were to come, though, for me, if he were to come, okay, he's going to bring his own backroom staff, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, he's got to, like, keep somebody there that was under the old regime yeah. to make their transition easier. Because otherwise, it's going to be like how Wenger left at Arsenal mm-hmm. or how you, uh, Fergie left at United. Moyes, did, I don't mm-hmm. think he kept anybody. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he cre- – like, <laughs> Yeah, no, but I mean, in the comments down below. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think he correct or he kept anybody or took them seriously or whatever. What I mean is like, for example, let's just say Milner were to be on the backroom coaching staff eventually if he were to retire next season or season after. Like, mm-hmm. keep him there because he has the experience of what, you know what I mean, to make it the transition a little bit easier. You know what I mean? Not to mention, yeah, for like sure. Him, so keep him around. But you see my point. Like, <laughs> that moment, you know, uh, that moment in the weekend when you know he came off, and then immediately we scored, and he just like, hey! yeah, yeah, no, a thousand percent, yeah, no, I love it. That was I fun. I love Millie. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a beautiful man. Um, in terms of his, uh, you know, uh, effort and all that stuff. But you see what I'm saying is like, oh, yeah, you you make the transition easier. It's not like hot and cold, like boom. Um, I'm sure there's like a business term for this, but like. I don't got time for to, to know that. Yeah. Stonks, <laughs> I that dude. I don't know Game stop. Buy. Hold. Hold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to me. Uh, <laughs> back to me. Look at your man. Back to me. Hey, um, whatever deodorant that was, if you want to sponsor us. Old Spice. Old Spice. Hit us up. <laughs> yeah. So I, just wanna, then, I just want to meet that guy from the commercials. He seems right? cool. <laughs> no, a thousand percent. Um, okay. Anyway. So, so now – we're after the preseason game, mm-hmm. and then you go out and you're you're working. You're, you're listening to. Talk I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about fourteen, fifteen. There's nothing to say. Right. So <laughs> then, when Klopp came, oh yeah, you understand? Because I'm assuming because there are a lot of fans that, for example, they only watch their team and they don't watch anyone else. So when you Hi, into up, <laughs> yeah. So you're you're getting to the sport. You didn't watch other teams. You didn't watch the Champions League for fun, so to speak, right? No, or, I I watch Liverpool because I want to watch Liverpool. Like exactly, <laughs> exactly. So like, did you understand like who Klopp was? Like, you know what I mean? Or did you have to do a crash course on YouTube? Uh, I crash course. Um, yeah. you know, I, I saw I saw Jordan around to kind of message and explain and all that stuff. But what really got me was uh. Y- was all the memes on Reddit and all the hype on Reddit uh, on the LFC Reddit. Uh, that's what kind of was my learning curve. That and Redmen TV was a great help when I first started watching because I love those guys. Right. Um, and they kind of contextualized everything for me, for my dumb brain to understand. Like what gang impressing is and all that stuff. Yeah. That and just, you know, the like thoughts we're lucky of to have how everyone kind of- felt and everything right i remember when the rumors were happening that he was coming and everyone broke the flight tracker website because we were all on it oh yeah no single, i love we single-handedly broke the whole damn website that actual pilots use <laughs> yeah i i love that about liverpool fans that like just breaking internet oh my god dude the hype of trying to track a plane from Germany to England. Let me tell you. <laughs> I think there's nothing on the planet that I would track on an airplane, but, um, but a Liverpool signing and I'm right about that life. Right. So when Jurgen came in and I heard his first interview, you know, the doubters to believers bit oh and all that God, stuff, I was just like, beautiful. I was like, yes, this man is what a beautiful mind this person has. Like, yeah. Uh, everything he said, I just ate up. I still do to this day. Like, I I wish he could, uh, you know, run the whole world or something like that. Because it's like, no, you know what? Because we, uh, we've talked off air. Hold on, let me maybe sidetrack this a bit. Because we've talked off air about Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. It, he he. 
like that interview that's a good point thinking back to that press conference he's just obviously a smarter german ted lasso in terms of his yep. like positivity and the way he treats people it seems mm-hmm. like gen gen genuine genuine, genuine. person yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go that word and uh all that good stuff so yeah man fuck i'm getting all excited i'm gonna hug from that man you know what i, I mean? do too man i want to meet that tall motherfucker one day <laughs> right whoa <laughs> yeah so yeah no and then yeah just watching it like that first season under him with you know this barely a team team he's got and watching us get to i guess the next big moment to talk about because this is when i started actually going out and watching games with people um, oh yeah hey oh, yeah, you like that, that se- you that like that season. segue um oh yeah i love that segue thanks for that yeah uh, i started going out and watching games when i could pre-covid baby pre Yay! you know yeah remember how the world used to be uh, and uh, one of the the major ones I remember was the uh, Dortmund game in the semis oh, for the Europa. And I was at Four Greens Fields uh, right. because that's where we used to meet back then. Uh, probably, you know, Jordan, I think, was there that day. You know, uh, Jordan that we, we know. Uh, right. and, uh, and probably uh, David and all, all that. They were all probably there. I didn't know them yet, though. Um, that, that was my first comeback game. You know, that was the first like super hype, like, holy, this is what we're going to do this. This, yeah. this is what, this is what I was taught. This is how we used to be. This is amazing. Right. This is awesome. That what was it. Lovering that got the last goal that put us in. Like mm-hmm. I, I lost my mind, dude. Lost yeah. it. Just I, yeah. what? Dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I could just... still see it in my head. Him just go running through to, towards the crowds and just like, dude, awesome. One of my I favorite mean, moments. Lovren's not exactly a cult hero, so to speak, but like, you know, he, he will always moment. have a little place in my heart for that. Yeah, game. no, I know. And uh, my bloodied hand uh, feels the same way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I celebrated and I hit something on the wall um, banging <laughs> on it. And then my hand just started bleeding and I was like, I got a tetanus shot, baby. I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm given. Um, but that's so funny. So yeah, so talk about that a little bit. So that's this first season you started going out and meeting people and how did that how did that work out for you? Cuz obviously, you know, from American sports it's like everyone loves to like watch mm-hmm. from home from the comfort of their home and a big TV and or they do um, they go to a, a sports bar with with wings or whatever, right? So yeah. how did was that something like that was a, a weird thing for you to like be around other fans and if not like what you know, what were your takeaways from it? right um it was it was uh it was cool it was suddenly it's not just you know me and one other person it's a community and i can you know everyone's feeling the same thing everyone's rooting for the same thing and i that's that was like you know one of the first times that i really felt like that energy that we all have when we're watching the game and something massive happens you know yeah um i just i I, listen i as someone who likes to perform, I feed off of the energy of the crowd and all that stuff. So all, all, all that just culminated into like, I was like, yeah, I, I should be coming out to these things more often. I should stop being antisocial, damn it. Um, <laughs> but I think I was, I think, I think it still took a little while for me to still come out. Cause I know four greens uh, went away after, I think after that season, cause I went back at the beginning of the next season. Um, and we weren't there anymore. So I don't, I remember right. what really started me going out was the, um, the, the final against uh, Real. Uh, okay. Cause that was, that was the first uh, event at London Heights, RIP. RIP London and, um, Heights. That, that was really the first moment that, cause I mean, I don't know if but you, you had, I'm assuming you had gone there during the season, but just not, every time or what no because i think that's the first event they had at london heights was the final yeah i wasn't in tampa during that time so i have no idea but yeah um because before you know they were just at they were at pokies okay and uh i i I like pokies i'm I'm short the tvs are too high Uh, tvs are too high man that happens Um, i get it and the atmosphere was just you know it it wasn't like 
how it was at London Heights. It's all I'm, all I'm saying. Anywho, um, but that <laughs> that day, you know, fucking, I've never seen so many Liverpool fans in one place at that at that time. Um, like a comic book convention for Liverpool fans. Yeah, and <laughs> even though the game happened the way it was, still like the beforehand with the bands playing, everyone's fucking hype. We're all singing, you know, all the songs and all right, that right, stuff. Right. And I brought my piercer with me because he was off that day. I was just like, hey, you want to come hang out at the bar? And he was just like. He had no idea what the hell was going on. He was just right. blown Can away. You imagine, yeah. Oh, dude, I yeah. It was it was like being at a the hypest concert you could be at during the day for football. Um, but that game being there, I was like, okay, if they're if they're back at this place next season, I am gonna make it a point to come to as many games as possible. I will change my schedule around. I I want to be more involved. And that, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what I did. So that so whole all, next it took, all it takes is one event, one, one event that's put on, you know, yeah, it, it hooks boom. you, you know, yeah, cause it, it does. It's, it's a, mm-hmm. everyone, everyone, you know, we're humans. We like community. We like, we're mm-hmm. social animals or creatures. I don't want to offend anyone out there. Uh, social organisms, whatever. Um, social ist. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, got him. Um, no, but, um, you know what I mean? So, yeah, the community aspect of it all. So yeah, it makes sense, man. It makes sense, man. It's it's you know, we live in a difficult generation, and uh, or difficult time, so to speak. So yeah, any sense of community that's not virtual, you know, you got to jump on that. It's few and far between, right? Yeah. So what was that? Uh, so what's that next season? Nineteen twenty. Yeah, oh, that's nineteen twenty yeah. next season. Yeah. Um, the Champions League win. Yep. Yeah, our Champions League, or when we beat Tottenham and all that stuff. So that whole season. I made it a point to go out to as many games as I possibly could. And that's when I started meeting you and Dave yeah. and Brian and everybody that was at four Greensfields. And slowly but surely, I just, you know, got out of my little uh, insecure antisocial bubble and just started talking to everybody. And I, yeah. I could go on for days about the amount, like the different moments that happened at there, you know. Um, obviously, the Barcelona win was oh my just God. amazing. I'm so uh, glad I took I like left right that day. I'm so <laughs> glad I did that. That was, so, that was so crazy. The Everton win at Christmas with Origi. Yeah, and then like, uh, dude, yeah. I, I like I I was what's his name? Mark's Mark's face, the one that got blown yeah, yeah. up. He's on socks now. He's on fat yeah. head. Yeah, he's he's a thing. I love now. it. I love yeah. it. I I saw that in person. Uh, he was right yeah. there and he just turned around and he just <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we all felt like I, we none of us could believe what the hell we just saw like yeah, brian had his shirt off it was nuts man it was a nut, <laughs> it was a nutty day i remember going into the office that week like not even on just on monday i think i did the same on tuesday but definitely monday i was just walking around the office having the goal on titanic loop and just <laughs> yep. with with fist pumping, like making sure like no one, cause everyone's in their cubicle or whatever. I'm just like fist pumping. I'm like, yeah. And then you're in yours going, Hey-oh. yeah, it was, I, I was, I, it was so ridiculous. I was sending that goal to people that don't give a shit about soccer yeah. and like football. And they, and I was like, here, here's a backstory. Now yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometime in that time, I forgot to mention uh, beforehand uh, is when I got the, the Liverpool tattoo. You saw oh, yeah. five so let's stars. See. For those of you who are listening, he has a liver bird, and he's got he's got some stars. How many stars we got? Well, now it's six, but before it was just the five. So when did you, when what season did you get that? Um, probably after after Klopp's first season. It had after to have been. so after the Basel final, maybe or like yes. around that time. Okay. Yeah, cool, man. And then yeah, I, think- I remember. I remember. Did you do? Did you get the six one the day of? Day of the final. Yeah. Day, yeah. You we could, won. I left the party. I said, "Hey guys, it's Sunday. Shop's gonna close soon. I gotta rush over there and make sure I I, I get it today." Yeah, because I remember being um inebriated uh later that <laughs> yeah. day, and you texted me that you got the six one, and I just thought, I just love the dedication. I mean, yeah, I well, would have waited the day. I would have waited a day or two, but no. You uh, I, feel, I feel bad. I waited a week to get the Bernie meme tattooed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was like, dude, I was like, had to. I was just like, fuck it. Like, yeah. pop that little boy on there. And let's, let's get it updated. I was like, this is wrong now. 
<laughs> yeah, no, a thousand percent. So, so obviously, you know, we met at London Heights and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got to know each other while watching the matches and all that. And then for you, I, I'm always interested to ask people when I obviously see them during this crazy time we live in, uh, obviously because of COVID, um, you know, how's that been for you in terms of the, you know, the lack of uh, community and so on? Because yeah, I remember yeah. seeing, obviously, we saw a lot more people at London Heights then than we do now. And, um, you know, whether, you know, you're best friends with the people that you see or not, it's still nice to have. And now they're not there. And I'm just curious how you feel about all that and how, you know, that's, you know, how are you feeling being a fan during this season? Um, it's rough. It was rough towards the end of the last season too. uh, to suddenly, you know, well, a having to wait like three months to see if we would actually win or not. Um, that sucked. Um, it, it, it's, it's different. I mean, you know, I'm in the entertainment industry too. And so I, I feel it like, you know, I constantly have to think about it and all that stuff and feel it. Um, right. And uh, it, yeah, it, it's, it's weird and it's different. I mean, it didn't help that we lost London Heights during that time too. Yeah. So I even agree. when the season restarted, we didn't really have a home for, you know, us specifically you and me and David, everyone that was at London Heights didn't have a place to go really you know we had some places and we're you know wild rover's been pretty pog and all that stuff but like everyone kind of got separated and that's what's really sad i don't even when i do go out and like we hang out and we were watching games i don't see anyone else anymore you know last time i saw most of the people i you know i know was at the um the event that we did and everything right you know so that it it just sucks but you know that's uh it's the way the world is right now. And until everything gets better, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? You just kind of have to suck it up and deal with it, you know? Well, I couldn't say it better myself, really. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's just unfortunate that it's just the way it is. And, and like, I respect people's, you know, you know, everyone has a different attitude towards, towards the situation and that's fine. But at the end of the day, you know, you have to come to terms with reality. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, this reality isn't as cool as the previous reality. <laughs> like that's like that's my no, man, high school way to describe way it. Used to be, huh? Say again. I, I miss I miss the way things used to be. Like yeah. look look at the game. Look at the highlights happening behind me. Remember those? Remember those times when we could fuck? Oh with yeah, when we could like yell at each other. Yeah, and jump on people and. Oh, dude, the the hype. Like that's I mean. Yeah, for oh, those listening, those like uh, he has uh, Liverpool highlights perpetually on in the background. And you're just looking at these goals against City, for example, from Mo and and whoever. And it's oh, just, Miss Sturridge. <laughs> oh, look, there's Sturridge, and it's just fantastic to see and like just remember, like remember when we could celebrate and yell and scream mm-hmm. and possibly spit on someone. Those were the days, man. Those yeah, I miss days. spitting on people every day. Hey, I'm just <laughs> saying it happens. It happens to the best of us. I'm just saying I probably did it. Who knows? I remember yeah. I took off my like, oh what last season against United. Um, Salah scores that that second goal. You know, running down the whole field and Allison and all that. I took my shirt off. I no idea why. Oh, yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, it just what I want to do that again without like endangering other people's lives. Um, but dude, I miss I did I miss those times when we. Hey, when, but but that uh, something said, major though, would happen and we lose our fucking our heads at like, yeah exactly that's, that's and oh let's talk about this though real quick okay Be, well I'm gonna hold on let me let me rewind back to that in a second but. But at the same time, given COVID, you know, the um, OLFC did, you know, put on an event uh, against City in November that you were a part of. And um, Mm -hmm. um, I know the board is, you know, really thankful for that, um, that we did. And we did in a safe way. I'm I'm assuming no one got COVID because I didn't hear anything about it. So that's good. I mean, we did it safely Mm -hmm. and so on. So there are ways to do this. And then obviously, you know, Tampa Bay Cop Talk, we've done uh, a few events now. and we believe we've done it in a safe way and we've raised money for charity and raised food and, you know, things like this. So, you know, there are ways to do it, to, but again, it's just not the same. It's like, a, yeah. it's like, it's like the center backs we bought, we got recently. Mm-hmm. They are stopgaps. It's a band. It's a bandaid. It's not it, necessarily a solution. There you go. It's a bandaid. That's necessarily the cure. Mm-hmm. And, um, However, from the defender's perspective, let's hope they, let's hope they you know, oh, that's like some best, like titanium. I hope this Band-Aid, <laughs> I hope this Band-Aid has rocket power on it and yeah. uh, some Pokemon in it, like just a, a mixed bag of 90s Band-Aids, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, exactly. No, but uh, in terms of from the point we were talking about earlier is like, you know, the the whole reason why we're fans is because of the goals, the celebrations, the 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 community mm-hmm. involved with it. And a lot of fans and a lot of fans that are a little older, um, I would say, you know, that grew up watching the 80s and the 90s, mm-hmm. maybe in the 70s even, a lot of them think that, I mean, forget COVID for a second, that think that VAR is killing the game. Mm. You're killing the, I mean, you heard Mo on the weekend say, like, he doesn't like VAR, he thinks it kills the game, blah, blah, blah. A number of other players have said the same thing. Um, you know, um, what are your thoughts about VAR and, and, and how you enjoy the matches? Um, it's a very interesting thing. Like, because on one hand, how many times before VAR was implemented did we see, you know, BS happen towards us where we were like, yeah, obviously that was offsides or, hey, that was a penalty. Why aren't they stopping it and all that stuff? So it's like, to me, it's like a necessary evil. Right. Like something like this had to be implemented eventually. Like we have the technology for it. Why? Why the hell not? Um, but there, it, it, it's it's kind of like the last administration with the COVID crisis. They're kind of just fumbling every chance that they get. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> like, because now so many times are we seeing VAR calls come back, and it's just like, yeah, he was a millimeter a nut hair off sides. Why are we stopping for that? Right. There's no point. There's no reason. Um, and then other times it's like, Oh, Hey, he karate kicked the mid air. That's not a penalty. We're not going to look at. Okay, cool. Neat. Great yeah, system or, guys. Or, yeah. Or that's not a red card. Yeah. And then yeah. let's retro retroactively apologize for our mistake uh-huh. months later. And, and there's no yeah. accountability for when they yeah. get things wrong or, you know, if they have a bias and they, you know, don't call things the way they should. It's like, but now you have a TV showing you specifically the thing that happened. Yeah. It's, it it's more secure. It's, yeah. So, yeah. So you, so you, Once wait. again, it's a good idea, but humans have just made it flawed. Okay. Know? So you're for it, but it's got to be done. It's got to be tweaked a bit better. Like I'm, in terms of the implementation, like the humans behind it, like they just need to get yeah. better talent. Maybe is that what you're thinking? Better talent or just, you know, better rules about it. Like, figure your stuff out you know like it's not like this is the only sport in the world that has like replays and calling stuff back you know it happens every five seconds in football you know right american American yeah 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 no a thousand percent that's interesting because i i i think i mean it's it's the biggest issue with it is that it does slow down the game it slows down the pace you know you can't celebrate a goal anymore because half the times it's going to get called back for no reason um, so it, it's like, Hey, I scored. Yay. Okay. Let's wait. We good. We good. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, guess I didn't score. Uh, <laughs> you know, so that it, it's annoying. I don't know how you fix it, you know? So, yeah. and if we did know we wouldn't be on this uh, podcast, we'd probably be making, making the monies. Buku bucks. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah but- so like, I don't know. Maybe it's because, you know, I'm a relatively newer fan and all that stuff. I, I get the idea behind it. I just, I hate the way it's implemented. I mean, I, I hate that there's no accountability. I hate that there's no way that you could challenge it, you know? Oh, that's like, an interesting point. But right. Like very... even, even in fuck in NFL, you could throw a challenge flag. If you don't, if you don't buy what they're selling, Right. But, you That'd know, be, you oh could, man, it, but can you imagine the, the same exactly. people that are saying VAR is slowing mm-hmm. down the game? Those they would just halt it. Exactly. So what they do you would do say, that? no, that's even slowing down the game more. Hell no. So, mm-hmm. but, but that's like, I hate to say, or not to be, don't take this the wrong way, but it's like mm-hmm. a very American way of looking at it because obviously American sports have done that. The challenge thing. Although mm-hmm. that could be interesting in terms of like a thought pro, like a thought experiment. Like I don't mind like throwing out ideas and stuff and all that. Exactly. Stuff. You got to think of every option. Exactly. But for me, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like I don't want to go back to a time where we, you know, I don't even remember anymore, but like we lose a game because of an offside goal or United win a game because of that nonsense Mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And because at the end of the day, you're talking about millions of dollars Mm -hmm. because, you know, for example, let's assume you're in the second leg and you lose the tie on away goals and it was an offside goal. Yep. And so you don't advance to the next round. That's literally millions of dollars in prize money. 
You know what I mean? So from yeah. a business perspective and from the club's perspective, because that's all we should really care about. Because at the end of the day, we ain't buying nobody. We ain't buying Mbappe or Haaland or fucking the other, you know, anybody else. If we don't got monies. If we don't got monies, we can't do nothing. You know what I mean? So there's that. And now as far as the celebrating is concerned, hell, I used to celebrate offside goals anyway because, like, sometimes <laughs> yeah. I'm not blind. I mean, I wear contacts for a reason. So I remember celebrating a couple times, and I'm like, oh, that's it. Oh, they caught it offside. Because, yeah. again, I'm blind. Um, so I just continue to do that. I, I suggest that all you do that, just celebrate it anyway because life's too short not to. Mm-hmm. I'm, not even, I'm not even just talking about us celebrating. I'm, I feel oh. bad for the players that. Oh yeah, no, no, they, I agree. They, they do some like I Mo had a goal disallowed uh, this past weekend, and it was a beautiful play. Oh yeah, no, thousand percent. You know, and, and I, like, honestly, oh, I don't cool. even remember how fans were doing with VAR because obviously we had fans with VAR before COVID, but that was so long ago that I have no. That was you know that was mm-hmm. back in the world when, back in a time when we had days to go out in and stuff, and I don't even know. What did fans do? Did they react? I don't even know. I think it was so. Uh, it was still fresh for at least us. Mm-hmm. Um, that it wasn't. We didn't have this history of it being uh, an issue so much right. as we. Do oh yeah, now. it was early days, so to speak. Yeah, but you get my you point. Know? And now everyone's at home, so we're bored. Yeah. So we're just gonna harp on the things that annoy us. Uh, <laughs> right, but like, don't other leagues like have? Yeah, so this is what I was gonna are? mention, but I didn't want to sound like, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, hipster by saying this. So sure. anyway, because I used to live overseas, right? And my friends over in Poland tell me like, "Hey, man, in our league, you know, we have VAR, but like, we don't have these problems." Yeah. And so like, why is is it just the FA? Just yeah, the- <laughs> I don't know. And I talked to my brother in law about it, and it's like, you know, because we speak like a broken language together. You know, mm-hmm. I speak a bit of Polish or whatever, and, I, and I'm asking him, like, you know, why the hell is this happening? And the bottom line, he basically said, like, it's just because, you know, they're more consistent with the way they're doing things in terms of calling offside, mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, understanding that even though the rules, I guess, are the same, they're definitely the same, but they're just being more consistent in the way they do things, right? So for me, I don't know if it's a British thing, like a British arrogance of, like, we're British. We don't give a fuck. We know what we're doing. But for me, it's like, it's obvious. Why don't you send your referees over to another country for like a workshop training, go learn some shit mm-hmm. for a few weeks and come back or a few days and then come back. Yeah. Maybe they'll be better. Or, or alternative, get rid of the, alternatively, the, get yeah. rid of the old guard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get rid of the old guys. There's probably an old culture in there and you know, you, you got to put in some new blood and create a new working culture just like you would do with a team or whatever right mm-hmm. so it's probably that but yeah i'm you know when i've talked to again some other fans that are like no f var this f var that i'm like listen um when what was it didn't united who who scored against us recently and then it got called back oh tottenham tottenham yeah when we played tottenham last week and son scored in like the seventh minute and then it was ruled off and i was like yes <laughs> Uh, i mean sometimes it works out other times most times my point is my point is like to get rid of that would be nonsense because then that completely changes the game okay you could say we won the game 3-1 and then the game would be 3-2 no that's not how it works because momentum psychology all these Mm -hmm. things play a part right you know you you know the good example was um was it though i think it was a world cup 2014 no it doesn't matter. It was England and Germany. Mm-hmm. Lampard scores a goal against Germany. And it was hit the top. It hit the crossbar and then goes in. And he, it's like a yard and a half inside the fucking goal. And the ref doesn't yeah. see it. And that, again, that's not even VAR. That's goal line technology. But mm-hmm. you see what I'm trying to get here. And if that goes in, the game is like 2-1. It's a different game. They don't a whole lose different game. game. Yeah. A whole different game. Maybe they still lose. But it's a whole completely different game. One right. thing I, I, I remember learning uh, in the early days of learning the game that Jordan told me um, was that momentum is everything. You know, any, any one thing could completely change the flow of the game. You know, if yeah. they score, if you score, you know, how, many, how much you're up and all that stuff. And we see it all the time with um, teams that are lower on the table who don't have anything to lose and they just sit in the back and all that stuff. And we have to fight extra hard than we would with the better teams. Right. Uh, just to make something happen. But as soon as we do, and it opens up more, then we could actually play the game. Yeah. You know, no, and the true. momentum's everything. Yeah. 
psychology, man. It's all the game is all mental, man. I mm-hmm. mean, again, again, I don't know anything because I'm not a an athlete, but I can assume that hey, I've done a little bit, and I know that you know most of the part, most of anything what you do in life is mental. It's not physical. Yeah. But anyway, um, mentality giants, brother. Yeah, that's oh man, we look like it right now, man. But um, I'm so, so yeah. glad we're out of the rut we were in. Jesus, that was hard. That was rough. Oh, that was so been rough. a long time since we've lost the holidays. Whole bunch of games. Yeah, especially around the holiday period. I'm like, oh, New Year's. Oh, but I can't be happy because we're shit or we're playing like shit. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, now let me ask you a question though. Okay, go. At any point in time during Klopp's era, era, have you mm-hmm. thought let's fire him? No. All Never. those people who say clop out, they're dumb. They're dumb. Big dummies. <laughs> you got you heard it here first, Cody says. Yeah, no, hell no. Are you kidding me? I remember Brendan Rogers. Okay. <laughs> uh, what about what about <laughs> FSG out? Have you ever been a thought of like FSG out at, at any point? Let's every be time, it's okay. It's a safe space here. Just, we're, in a, we're in a safe space. Safe um, space. No. I I I haven't because you know, I heard the horror stories that was the Hicks and Gillette era and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You know, almost getting relegated and all that stuff. Basically, the story of Ted Lasso. And, <laughs> um, and Apple uh, TV Plus they, they, guys. Yeah. Here's the thing with FSG. They've made mistakes. You know, they're not perfect. They're not Klopp. Klopp's perfect. I have, he's not done a thing wrong. He gets his lineups wrong. He may, he may not put people out in, in subs at the right times. Those are little things. He hasn't done a thing wrong, though. Right, you know, every uh, he has the right mentality and all that stuff. With FSG, they have made mistakes, but they're they're quick to correct them. You know, when that whole thing with the ticket prices and all that stuff was going on, what was it like two years ago or something? When they were changing the uh, the structure of their ticketing and all that stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. And everyone in Liverpool was like, "Hey, how about no? You Americans, we're this is our town. You can't." price us out of our own place you can't gentrify us here all the way across the sea damn it uh <laughs> gentrify you know they 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 they, they came to a, a different you know out, outcome for that um you know the, recently it was the whole uh, they told Klopp we're not going to sign a center back even though we or, or, or no before that though the him. furlough the furlough situation yeah yeah and they corrected but that the, the well. point the point is like every time something bad happens Soon everyone forgets it because they've done something good and it works out. You know, like, you know, we signed two center backs today, whereas last week it was, we're not getting anybody. Oh no. I was very adamant from day one that we were not getting anybody. I (laughs) I was, I was telling people, and I think I even said it on the show. I was like, yo, we, we just don't got the money or if we do have the money, we're saving it. And that's essentially what we've done because we've only paid like $2 million we paid a million and a half to for Preston, mm-hmm. you know, for Davis, Davies, whatever his name is, and then half a mil or a mil for whatever for you know the Tur- you know the Turkish kid. Yeah. So yeah, we we ain't paying monies. We don't we don't got no monies, right? Or you know yeah. we're we're being we're being frugal, and I, that's mm-hmm. all, all about that life. But yeah, as but the thing fan, is now they they have a history of buying these players like again like Andy Rabo or somebody right. who no one knows or cares about, but it's the right move it turns right. out you know yeah. analytics math science things happen they, they, they know what they're doing and um, then when you have a world-class manager and a world-class staff around mm-hmm. amazing players you know those players will improve and if for example davis you know the guy we got from Preston, if he doesn't work out maybe we sell him for eight million pounds maybe we yeah. sell him for 10 now he has premier that's, league experience he, that, he has, you know last time i checked that's like a 500 percent profit you know that that's monies or how many other people have we gotten in soul and like yeah. For like Sold a markup them? price, no, and then sold them. Uh, <laughs> right, okay. But and then we we sell them for a markup price that's you know rivals the game stock price right now. Right, game stock. <laughs> um, yeah, hold. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, but yeah, no, it's fantastic to see. Um, you, no, good point. I'm I was just curious because I've never personally met someone that has said that they are clop out or FSG out. And I just don't know if it's like a fake Twitter thing or is it real? No, I'm sure you know there's I mean? morons out there. It's a bunch of bandwagon fans who didn't come in when we sucked and they only know the glory. So as soon as we have a run of bad games, the damn Titanic's sinking, you know? Um, Cody, Cody, you're talking too much sense, man. I, I, listen, people can't deal with that shit. 
People can't deal with sense. <laughs> Listen, I never can deal with sense. I'm always fucking emotional and on the edge and uh, freaking out. Yeah, the point but, is you got you got to have faith. You know, you gotta have faith, man. We're 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 just we're just we we we. I mean, we matter, but we don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Uh, nothing. Uh, they're gonna make the decisions whether we like them or not. Right, right. We right. just have we just have to hope and pray that they're making the right ones. You know, it's kind of like the government. You know, we <laughs> we can say all the things we want to happen and all the things that we think can fix it. All we can do is elect the people. And then hope that they follow through on those promises. Right, know? right. But at the end of the day, you never walk alone, brother. <laughs> right. You know? No. We're all in it together. No, for and sure. Klopp, you know, Klopp has a lot of pull because he's proven himself uh, time and time again to know exactly what he's doing. So, yeah, all the people who say Klopp out, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Get out of here. I'm just making sure, you know, I was trying to put you – I didn't want to put you on a spot or nothing, but – I'm always curious to see to you know maybe it's like meeting a flat earther. I want to meet one one day. I've never met mm-hmm. one. They're like unicorns, you know what I mean? Oh, I I have. You don't oh, want to meet. We'll them. we'll talk that off. Well, I'll have to ask you about that off air. <laughs> but, but that's hilarious. But um, what I wanted to ask as well is that obviously, you know, I'm supposing based on what talking to you, and uh, uh you know about your experience supporting Liverpool in the Tampa Bay area, do you think you know once COVID like goes away a bit that you're going to go right back out there to support the Reds and the local pubs with, with the people. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've already gone out and, and safely mind you, but like, yeah, dude, I, I miss it. So I miss it so much, you know, yeah. it, there, there was, it was like a second home that I could go to. And all of a sudden, like I have all these people that all feel the same way about something with me. It's like going to a concert, you know, right. or your favorite band or something like that. Like, Everyone knows all the words. Everyone knows. Everyone's Everyone there for the knows. same reason. Dude, that's, I mean, and, I'm not a big music All singing person. the same songs. Yeah, I'm not a big, I'm not really big into music, but everyone knows all the words. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that because I can, okay, I get, I get it now. I get, that's a good way to put yeah. it because I like that. I like that. Cool, man. I like, I could, I could watch live shows here at home all the, all the live long day. But right. nothing beats going to a live show, and I don't. I don't even have the the pleasure of going to Anfield yet. Hopefully, one day. Yeah, that's maybe. on the list, though, is it? Oh yeah, I, I, absolutely a bucket list. I want to. I want to meet the Red Men TV guys. <laughs> <laughs> Be out there, like wait for them outside the game. Like, oh, hey, man. Paycheck, where's your nudes? Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Do you think if COVID is normal next year, or if the world goes back to normal next year, you'll go next year? To Anfield? I mean, probably not. I don't have the money for that. But eventually, yeah. Yeah, eventually. All right, cool, man. Cool. Absolutely. So, it's, it's like Mecca. You got to go. You gotta, yeah, gotta, it's like Mecca. You got to go at least once. Yeah, know? no, I don't disagree with that. No, it's a, it's a magical place. I mean, mm-hmm. I was lucky enough, for example. So I've been to Anfield once. I've been to the Bernabeu. And uh, Bernabeu, oh, fuck, I don't mm. remember. Real Madrid, I'm drinking. Um, and then I've been to games, other games in Europe, in Germany, and Poland. And let me tell you, Real Madrid, it was like going to like a weird, creepy opera, like not with the atmosphere. <laughs> you had yeah. like, you had this like weird classical music on one hand. Then I had like people dressed really nice near me, but then I had like a field trip of French kids behind me. It was just really strange, and there was no atmosphere whatsoever. And then you go to Anfield, and it's like uh, the only, the best way to describe it would be like college, like a college football thing in America. In terms mm-hmm. of, um, the, I I don't know how else to describe it or yeah. how best to uh, you know give an analogy, so to speak. But yeah, man, it's fantastic. So I hope that happens for you. And if any way I can help, it's got, it's got you know, to. we'll we'll you know, yeah. I'll try my best. But. I mean, hell, my, my my buddy Jordan that started this whole thing, he finally got to go to Anfield uh, uh, last year or the year before that uh, because he lives over in France now. So it's oh, you know, nice. a lot easier. Um, oh, yeah, get him. But, you like, know, he, hey. finally, he, he finally got to go, you know, and he's been a, he's been a Liverpool fan much longer than me. Right. Um, so why don't so you I both mean, go, go? Go sleep on the couch. Be like, dude, I'll do dishes, homie. Just, you know, I got, I got a whole ocean. I got to fly over. <laughs> You'll be fine. It's not scary. I promise a little bit, but anyway, um, so, 
obviously we're still like right over the halfway point of the season. Where do you think, what do you think, uh, what are your predictions for the rest of the season? Now that you know Matip is injured mm-hmm. and Van Dyke and Gomez. Um, it's really tough to say, which is a, is a cliche answer. And I recognize that, but you know, um, it's really, it's really hard. It really, it's not only dependent on us. It's how, you know, the other teams perform too. Um, we've been wrecked with injuries. It's, you know, was we are like 21 different center back pairings this season and now we have two more so that number is only going to go up yeah we have 12 different ones in 21 games yeah sure Uh, something something ridiculous um but through it all we're still sitting at third right now you know there's still it's only february there's still a whole rest of the season to go anything can happen um we're not running away with it like last year right you know what that's fine like fine. let's let's work for it. Your season before you're, we had to work for it, and we and we scored more points than anyone else except for you know Man City. Right. <laughs> so like, I I think this uh, season everyone's kind of dealing well not as much as us but everyone's dealing with injuries and you know not being able to properly prepare and all that jazz. So we're all kind of like on a uh, on a more even playing field. I feel like. Um. That's in the Premier League, and of course, as far as Champions League, I mean, depends on the day, right? Like, I, I'm I mean, wrong. I, have, I mean, I, it's I just so hopes. much. It's so much uncertainty just based off these center backs. Like, how they come in in the beginning of January, like January one, then we would kind of know where they are, and then we can kind of maybe predict. But it's so much uncertainty in terms of that. Um, mm-hmm. So it's hard to say because obviously, you know, the if we concede, then we won't win. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. But all right. But if I had, if I had to like, if I gave you a hundred dollars, okay, to bet, where do we finish at the end of the season? What? Where are we finishing on in the table? Uh, we're finishing first because uh, I'm not gonna not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about a hundred dollars. <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Is yeah, that where you but, think? Uh, uh, is that yeah, where you're hoping, uh, or is that where you think is gonna happen? Two different things. Oh well, obviously you're hoping I'm, for first, I'm, right? I'm, obviously, I'm hoping for first. I, what kind of fan would I be if we if I didn't hope for to win at all? But I mean, we're not that far away. We're only what three points, four points behind City right now. Like, City has a game in hand, so it's like okay, seven. that's yeah. fine. It's cool. There's still again, there's still a whole half of the season left. Anything could happen. Like right, if we were further down to the table right now, I'd be a lot less optimistic. Right, but we're not. And, you know, we've done the impossible before. Like, again, Barca freaking Lona. There was no chance in hell we were getting past that second leg. We still did. We always go again, dude. <sighs> too much positivity, like, too much Listen, sanity. after that game, I, I, I believe I, I have optimism out the wazoo until there's no more chances left. Like, until that final whistle is blown, I'm going to be sitting there and be like, what's that? We're in 10th. We're still going to win, dude. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. I, I wish I had the same optimism in all aspects of life. That would be that would be nice, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, thanks. Cha- you know, Champions League. Oh yeah. So we yeah. Got, sorry. We, we gotta get. We gotta. Uh, I'm thinking yeah. semis. I'm. That's what I'm thinking. I, I would love to. I would love semis. a run. Yeah, to get to semis. Um, I'd be okay with that. Um, it. it, it that one's harder to predict, you know, being yeah. so far out of it, um, because it, it very well depends on who our opponents are. Exactly, but that. but because of seeding, we have a chance of getting like an easier opponent. Like we got Leipzig, but like the next one, we could get like a Porto esque, you know what I mean, or or something like that. So you know, we'll see. But anyway, um, Cody, let's wrap this up. I appreciate you coming yeah. out. You know, thanks for having me. We've been talking about this for uh, for a while now. Yeah, it's just we finally got to do it. I'm just I'm glad you're the first one on season two. I didn't Uh, know we had seasons. (laughs) Well, I I guess they're they are there now. Oh yeah. (laughs) But um, anywhere where could people find you on the internets? All right, so on the internets, um, I uh, first of all, I have a I have a karaoke. If you're in Tampa, a karaoke company called Human Jukebox Entertainment. You can find that on Facebook at that name. Please come out to shows. Uh, COVID sucks for entertainment. Um, online, 
Uh, I stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Gambit Graves. Okay. Um, and I also co-host a uh, weekly podcast, uh, at Geek, Repu- uh, Geek Republic Media. Um, we, we talk about all the, all the nerd stuff, anime, all the MCU things that are happening. Have you been watching WandaVision, by the way? Who uh, does the Pope pray? Yeah, well, let's talk about that off air. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can yeah, talk about that later. Wild show. Um, we, we talk about all the nerd stuff. We talk about music, politics, all that fun stuff. Um, oh, wow. That happens every Wednesday. Uh, you can find that at twitch.tv slash geek underscore republic or on Facebook at geekrepublicmedia or geekrepublicmedia.com. Um, yeah, yeah, that's where you can find me. Come, uh, right. come watch me. My buddies talk about nerd stuff. Come watch me uh, not be good at video games. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, man. All right, thanks, Cody. And... Um, Thanks everyone and have a have a blessed day or night. Yay. Bye. Bye.